everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from starting to be springtime in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to talk about uh, uh, restrictions, uh, <laughs> Sabbath restrictions. We're gonna, legal. We're going to talk about uh, the law. Yeah. You, as legal experts. We, we are. are. The, the we. I mean... There are other podcasts that claim they have like you know actual lawyers on them and or and whatever. They and they claim they claim to be experts just because they went to years what? of schooling at prestigious institutions, <laughs> law school, whatever. <laughs> no, here's where you come for <laughs> for law stuff. No, but this is where we have some fun, lighthearted stuff. Yeah, more or less. Not all of it's lighthearted, but you know. well. We, la- we laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> well, uh, here's a, some, a story of someone who, uh, I don't know about how much laughing he's doing. Oh. He should be doing some crying. Oh, dear. But he's not doing that either. Okay. And it's Pope Francis. Oh, Pope Frankie. Who uh, has admitted that uh, there is corruption at the Vatican. <gasps> What? He actually has admitted it. Uh, he, he says, uh, but I am at peace. Oh. If there is a problem, I write a note to St. Joseph and put it under a statue that I have in my room. <laughs> it is the statue of St. Joseph sleeping. And now he sleeps on a mattress of notes. <laughs> he does the 14-year-old girl version of dealing with problems. <laughs> And he's head of state. I, of, a very small, cute state. But I write in my journal the name of all the boys that I don't that are mean to me, <laughs> and then I tear that page out and I burn it. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that is. I mean, what it points out is when you look at the uh, the machinations within the Vatican, right? Whether you know. Clearly, there are those. Yeah, I wa- I've been watching uh, The Young Pope, uh, so I'm fully aware. <laughs> right. Because the- obviously, the- that the was- bo- they know. The- uh, yeah, behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, crazy little... Uh- but I mean, it's a- it is a religion that ostensibly has someone at its head who cannot make a mistake. Yeah. And yet... They he, every pope is afraid of this group of of, of of the curia and yeah, like it's crazy. Well, uh, because I mean we're talking about a very old institution, yeah. a very wealthy institution uh, that has a lot of influence, yeah, globally, yeah. Uh, you don't rise through those ranks without being uh, able to work the politics right. of that organization. But you would and think, so then, and this is like, this isn't like running for office. This is you outwitted people well, to like, and you outmaneuvered people. I think you mean God chose you. <laughs> I think by yeah. by you outmaneuvered people politically. <laughs> what you mean to say is you were chosen by God. Yes, and white smoke. Yeah. signifies that yeah i mean i mean who can say as far as like the pope is concerned because clearly pope francis seems to be at least projecting a very principled 
sort of public image. Yeah. Right? He does he, project it. it well, it, it's harder to see through whatever he's got going on yeah. than, say, like it was with uh, Benedict. Yeah. You could tell Benedict, he'd been down in the trenches of... Yeah, of, that, of the Vatican political system. That right? dude was uh he, he there there was something going on there. Yeah. But for this pope to uh the, the speech apparently it, it's described as uh ha- having a light-hearted tone. <laughs> this is the yeah. one where in you which think? he admits that there is corruption. Right. Um and uh But rather than like like I guess part of what I'm getting at is ostensibly in theory he has the power to like kick everybody out and start over like if he wanted a new curia he could he could just be like fuck you 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 and you you're out you the here and you guys come in he could do that he could restructure the entire place but what happens and no one could say no to him right but he's terrified. He's so scared of the Curia that his solution to the problem is to write a note and put it under an inanimate object. Right. That's his, that's his, that's as good as he's got. I know. That's cool. Uh, but he covered a range of issues, including the you know clerical sexual abuse, um, financial abuse, and uh, even commented on some uh, criticism from his opponents, and. Uh, yeah. Okay. All all of that in just sort of this jokey just, light tone of I write notes. Right. Right. The question the question that was asked was, "What's your favorite thing in your room?" And he's like, "This statue I've got. Well, let me go back a little bit. Let me back up a bit. I've got this statue because there's totally corruption here." <laughs> I'll just say, I don't know if anybody knows. We've this. got this whole thing. Everybody's an up somebody's ass about something. It's it's a little bit of a nightmare. So I just write my notes, and I just I I put them under this little statue. And that's how I deal with my problems. Ne- next question. It's time for your snack. Thanks. <laughs> Is it juice time? Juice. Um, I'm going to take us to Florida where I there is a lawsuit. And I found this to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. So we know that in public schools, you can't uh, pray. Like the school itself can't pray. The kids can pray. Mm-hmm. Teachers on their own, not in front of the students, can pray. Everybody has the right to pray there. But the school cannot have an official prayer. Have a prayer. And so that's that's become a problem with things like uh, football games where, mm. you know, there was a tradition of praying over the loudspeaker before a football game or whatever. Or even uh, the coach having a... Having a prayer with prayer the boys with the in, the, in, in, yeah. the, in the locker room or whatever. Yeah. Right. All of that's not okay. What do you do, however... When the two t- the two football teams that made it to the state two A football playoffs uh, are both Christian private schools, can they have a prayer over the loudspeaker? Um, they can both. Uh, their coaches who, can certainly pray with them, with, right? With with the boys. Here's the deal. Uh, according That's, to this, wow. so so. Well, who's, the thing, who's the sponsoring? Who's paying for this uh, game to happen? There you go. And uh, where's the stadium? It's the uh, the Florida High School Athletic Association is the 
the overarching body that uh, that allows these teams to all play together, right. that organizes it all, and the and it was played in a, in a state owned facility, hmm. and that is the reason why the uh, the Florida High School Athletic Association, the F- FHSAA, uh, said no. I'm afraid you can't have that uh, loudspeaker prayer. Loudspeaker prayer. And then they threatened to sue. Well, what they did, apparently the lawyer said, uh, either apologize or you'll apologize. I'll either apologize to me now or apologize to me when in court. And they opted for the latter. And mm. so the the lawsuit happened. The judge has now uh, has now decided that it should probably be dismissed uh, because nobody was discriminated against that. They all could still pray, yeah. just not over the goddamn loudspeaker. Right. That's how That's how these kind of things work, people. Right. right. So anyway, uh, very, but, uh, but I thought that that was interesting. You've got two private schools that, yeah, the, the, all of the prayer laws don't apply to them. Right. But pray all you want. Not there. Please. Well, all right. Not that's, over the loudspeaker anyway. That's very interesting. Uh, Dan, yes? so something happened. We missed it last week. Oh, good. I love show. it when we miss all the things. But I felt like it was an important thing to bring up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that that is the internationally renowned event oh? that is called World Hijab Day. Oh, Frank. <laughs> I had my hijab already. When I missed it? Damn it. <laughs> I know. I was going to wear it. It always, it always sneaks up on you every year. It does. Year. Every year. I just, I forget, <laughs> you know, you're, you're just, you're busy and you don't think about it. And then suddenly it passes, it's the next day and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. You know, and for as little as I enjoy, uh, you know, brushing my hair, mm. one would think that this would be a given, that <laughs> I would just wear the hijab yeah, to just not have to worry about my hair. Just be done with it. Just what, put on a little scarf. What is the point of International Hijab Day? Well, there's a couple points. Okay. Um, there is the point of um, uh, Muslim w- or women who do wear the hijab, right. hijabis, yes. right? Um, sort of uh, stepping out into their sort of Western, you know, na- uh, the Western nation that they might live in. Right. Uh, and saying, here we are. Visibility. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Sure. And then there's been a growing they don't aspect do that? of it. I mean, I, I understand in this country, in Trump's America, I can understand not doing that. You mean just on a daily basis? For fear, yeah. I mean, you'll sometimes see what probably is a couple friends walking down the street, yeah. both in their hijabs, but not like a parade. Dude. Right. Yes. Okay. This is like hijabi pride day. Okay. Right? Um. And uh, the, I guess the, the other thing that has been happening, the phenomenon is um, Western women, non-Muslim Muslim women, uh, wearing the hijab for these events to show sort of their solidarity right. and their support with uh, the, these other women. Which is, which is a problematic thing to do. It's because... Be- well, I mean, or it can be. How? Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. What's What's your problem? Well, here's the thing. I mean, so the question is, what are you showing support for? 
Because if you're showing support for a woman's right to wear a hijab if she wants to, then I'm all for it. Mm. But if it's interpreted as I support a Muslim country's right to force women to wear a hijab. I certainly hope that's not what they're up to. But I, but what I'm saying is like that could like a Muslim if you go to Saudi Arabia uh-huh. and then and and they, they they could say, look these women in the United States support it. Mm. Look you know these these women in the Western world are in support of us of you wearing your hijab. So of course we're going to make use you it do as it. Pro- propaganda. You're saying. absolutely well. I find I mean, that problematic. I don't know. I don't. I, 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 I'm not going to worry about how my showing up to any kind of rally might be able to be used for propaganda that I might not agree with. I think right. the statement, hopefully, is is strong enough for just or or is clear enough. Yeah. Right. As to like what you're saying. The thing is, I think that you would probably have a lot of you know women who are doing it for. You know, I'm so, I'm saying non-Muslim women who are mm. doing it for different reasons. I mm. I could see a uh, a Christian woman who might be even fairly conservative, just saying, just having some idea of like supporting. Maybe she has a she's known a Muslim in right. her life or two, right. you know, and so and, she feels and they like actually didn't turn income. out to be terrible. Right. And so she's, she's showing up for this sense of real solidarity because also maybe she even shares a lot of values. Right. With Muslims, it turns out. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it, when, you, when you when you I, listen this to... This one's a stretch. This one, this is... I don't know that this happens much. What more likely is happening yeah. is that it's a liberal woman... Right. ...who is putting on a hijab for a day... As a statement of acceptance and right. plurality and multiculturalism and la 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 la. Right, and that's you know you and I were talking earlier today about uh, the video that uh, the the Bill Maher show and the the he had he had uh, Sam Harris, Sam Harris on yeah. the show and they started talking and Sam Harris got to a really weird place mm-hmm. in his thing. You know, they both get to weird places. They're very dividing independently figures uh, in general. They're divided. They're dividing figures in general. But they but even in our atheist community, Mm. uh, you know, they're two of the most outspoken, prominent atheists in our in the country. And they you know, they they get in a lot of hot water, even in our community. One of the things that that uh, Harris said was that the left in this country, the political left, is aligning itself with Islamists. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty close to a quote that he right. said, which is crazy. Like, here's the thing. They make real points, too. They make really good points about yeah. about how when we do a disservice to ourselves, if we try to divorce jihadist uh, Islamist violence from uh, from Islam at large, right? Like that's not real. It is a function of Islam, and somehow, and you know, and 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 Harris made the very good point that the, that it is a war of ideas, and we need to win that war of ideas, right? Within Islam, right? It's not a war against, like a war against Islam won't fix this problem. It will make it worse, right? 
the war of ideas within Islam is the war that we need to win. And we need to be, and, and he made the very good point that we need to be uh, empowering the people who can, who can help with that. The Muslim, empowering Muslims within the community. Within the community, yeah. within Islam, within, uh, within the, the community in Saudi Arabia, in, you know, in, in the Middle East. Right. Empowering those people is what we need to be doing rather than helping them radicalize right. uh, us by radicalize people against us by us pulling asshole maneuvers like what Trump did. Right. However, when you start to say that the left is complicit <laughs> uh, with, you know, the with Islam because we do things like support, like, like you know, this hijab thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Uh, you know, when he, he when he said something about, you know, we don't share values with Islam. Here's the well, value I that, that there's here's, at least a... if I'm a leftist, the value that I that, that has made me that is that of wanting everyone to be free to practice whatever they want to practice in, yeah. you know, as long as they're not in, infringing the rights of others. Right. And that's the concern. Right. That's why we can't have Sharia law, etc. But as long as you're not infringing the rights of others, then that's what this whole thing is about. Then freedom is the key. And right. it seems like uh, that's where Sam Harris seems to get lost. And it, the, the conversation, uh, and this is where Bill, Bill Maher took it, it devolved into this, uh, he was upset about burqas. Right? Yeah. He took a, a conversation that was, that they were in the middle of talking about hijabs. Right. And all of a sudden... Bill Maher pivots to burqas, and that's the image that they bring. They don't bring up an image of a woman in a hijab. They right. bring up an image of a woman in a, in a burqa. And the difference for maybe any listeners who don't know is that a hijab is a simple headscarf. Right. The The woman will be dressed in, in regular clothes, albeit modest, you know, usually sure. covered down to her wrists. And ankles. Uh, and ankles. But wearing, by and large, what she wants. Right. You see young girls, um, like teenage girls who are wearing a hijab, they'll be in jeans right. a lot of times, right? Like they might be dressed very Western, but they have this headscarf on. Right. Their hair isn't showing. Their hair isn't showing. The burqa, on the other hand, is the nightmare uh, garb of the Taliban. They're dressed as ghosts. <laughs> They're dressed as, as black or gray <laughs> ghosts. Right. With sometimes holes for the eyes or like a mesh thing for the eyes. It's, yeah. They're just... They're completely covered head to toe. Their face is not showing. Not even a slit for the eyes. Right. Really. I mean, it's a it's that mesh thing, right? Um, and uh, that's what he chose to go to. Yeah. And I, I just feel like if a woman is, is in... She's making the decision to wear a hijab. I have no problem with it if she's if it's her choice, right? Yeah, uh, if it's not her her father or husband forcing it on her, or right. But at the end of the day, whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, the burqa, I find it. I would find it really hard to believe that many <laughs> women are are like really happy to be wearing a burqa. Yeah. Uh, because it's dehumanizing. Right. Uh, you don't get hijab, to show the human part of you. Right. The hijab it's, in and of itself is not dehumanizing. I it, feel may, it may be a sign of a sexist system and so forth and so on, which has dehuman... There are elements of dehumanization there. But the burqa is just flat out fucking... Just 
Cover up There's all no your human, human being. Cover right. up all the human parts. <laughs> right. We don't like those about you. <laughs> right. And so one is maybe problematic. The other one is a disaster. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Um, yeah. And I just. World hijab day. <sighs> World hijab. Yeah. Well, they should do I, World I, Burka Day and see how that goes. I do like the, uh, the, the fact that like when it comes to things from the Middle East, if it's a woman, you, get, you can just add the I to the end of it, and that means a person doing it. Like, so a hijab, there's a hijab, but a person who wears a hijab is a hijabi. Uh-huh. I just think I want to start doing that. Today, currently, baseball cappy. I'm a baseball cappy. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody who's at the Hajj, after they've completed the Hajj, is a haji. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm at my house. You're a cappy. I'm a housey. <laughs> I don't know if that's when I drive my car. You are a jeansy. I'm a Toyota e. <laughs> I, 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 I like the wording. No, when you're driving your car, you're a grandpa e. Um, Stop but, it. Uh, that's, the, uh... the Toyota Solara is a gorgeous car. <laughs> that styling has yet to be defeated in a <laughs> or catch on for that matter. It's it's completely unique. It's not completely unique. It's just better. It's a fantastic vehicle. Um, I'm going to head us to, to Donald Trump. So so are you aware that our president now is Donald John Trump? Is that it still is hard for me to do. I can't. It does. It still seems like we're all just being pranked on a on, on a reality show. And yet it also already feels like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's he's, been three weeks. He's wearing us out. Has it been? It's been three weeks. Three or four. Three. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah. Whew. Crazy. Uh, anyway, he, he, here's among a gazillion other things that he's done very differently from other presidents. Right. Uh, one of the things that he's done is actually appeared on CBN News. Now, for oh. those of you not familiar, that, you know, America has lots of news that starts with letters. <laughs> but this is Christian Broadcasting Network news, mm-hmm. and that is a very different aminal. But yes, he has given them full-on one-on-one interviews. He uh, he has been he he's basically favoring them. He's doing a lot. Well, in part because he, of course he likes to look good in the media, and these people are going to make him look good. It's all softball questions, and also. Uh, not for nothing, but he, he again, he's dancing with the girl that brought him. He, mm-hmm. he knows who his constituency is. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I just think it's it's notable that you know he won't. That is where he goes. Like yeah, you, you he'll he'll go to some of these other major broadcasters. But I think this is what he really likes. He he okay. was on the Brody file. Uh, which is, uh, David, is that a, is that a show? Yeah. Uh, David Brody. Is, is that David? a person? <laughs> it might be. Uh, what's amazing about Brody, um, is that he, he's a reformed Jew turned evangelical, evangelical Christian. Oh, so wow. of course they love him. Yeah. He's the best. He's the best he's got kind. everything going. For yeah. Him. Uh, cause he, cause, cause yeah, converts are extra special. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he had he had Trump on, also, but it's not just that. Also, you know, CBN has had a White House correspondent for years, 
But, you know, there are chairs in the very back of the room. Oh, no. Have they been brought to the front? No, but they've been called on a number of times. Oh. And apparently Jennifer Wishon, who is the, uh, the, the, the uh, correspondent, the White House correspondent mm -hmm. for CBN, uh, she says that, that Trump himself told her, called her aside, and he said, he said, you got one of our first questions tonight, today. And he was, she was like, yeah, I did. And he said, that was because of me. He's making sure that they get called on. Wow. And that's in part because neither Trump nor any of his surrogates can actually answer real questions. Right. So, of course, they're going to. I mean, he, he even evaded questions in the, uh, the Brody interview. He actually, like, Brody asked him about moving the, uh, the Israeli uh, embassy oh, from, right. from Tel Aviv to yeah. Jerusalem, which the Christians desperately want him to do. It's so important. <laughs> Move it. And that's because, of course, it delegitimizes the uh, Palestinian claim to right. Jerusalem right. and legitimizes the Israeli claim to <sighs> Jerusalem. God, these people. And, and what's bizarre about that is that the Christians care so much about it not because they give a fuck about the Jews in in Israel. Right. They don't care one shit about the Jews in Israel. Right. They just want good to be on good terms for when Jesus come. Well, and they also want to see uh they're happy for just about anything that will destabilize uh the the region the because Middle East. uh they want that whole Armageddon yeah nonsense yeah they need the war to happen they, yep. they need everything to get blown up so jesus will come they don't want peace in the middle east no dear god and then well and then when jesus comes uh to the mount of olives where there is i probably mm, still I do you remember olives. us talking about this the mount the there's still a live feed there was a live <laughs> there was a live feed that's just like 24 hours monitoring that in case he comes it's like the the watching the eagle Eagle eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, to wait only, for them to hatch. Only eagle eggs actually hatch eventually. <laughs> Jesus has been a disappointment so, so far. But yeah. Uh, uh, well, well, good. CBN getting, getting, finally getting their due. You know, that's Patty, Patty Boy's mm -hmm. network. He started that thing. He lived to see the day. He did. Wow. Amazing. He's very proud of himself. I'll bet he is. He could fly away on those troll ears now. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Last week, I brought up uh, the fact that the Boy Scouts of America is now letting in. Uh, it's now the Girl Scouts. The transgender uh, scouts. Yeah. And, uh, and now, even though you stepped all all over. What this story is about? Uh oh, <laughs> I just made I just made an ignorant joke. <laughs> well, now, uh, girls, cisgender girls, want to join the ranks. They want in. They want in <laughs> <laughs> to the Boy Scouts. Well, it's got boy right in the title. Damn it! I think this is a step too far. You, you, oh, you object? I object. Interesting. They have the Girl Scouts. Yes, they do. And the Girl Scouts is a better organization anyway. Yeah. But not according to uh, Sydney, Ireland. Oh? A 15-year-old uh, girl 
in uh, what New York somewhere. Okay. Who uh, wants to follow in the footsteps of her older brother and uh, earn the Eagle Scout rank? No, you can't. Here's the thing. I don't understand. I don't know why they're gender separated. I don't know. Does it make any sense? Is there a reason to separate, to gender separate scouting? I don't know. But the Girl Scouts actually, uh, as inclusive and liberal of an organization as it is, uh, is, has been very firm on the issue that they are for girls only. Yeah. They've had boys who wanted to join and they're like, nope. Not unless you, uh, you know, you and 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 the Girl Scouts is is uh, is totally good on the transgender issue, right? They let trans girls uh, in, but not trans boys, presumably. No, I guess not, because you got you, you gotta have to identify girl. as a girl. You got to be a girl, right? and uh, and and it's uh, yeah. But the Boy Scouts um, has been going through this. It's very strange and surprising process uh, for anybody familiar with the group. It should be surprising um, to uh, allow in, uh, you know, LGBT leadership. Yeah. And, uh, or there's no, not a lot of L going on, but um, yeah. no, no L, <laughs> no L. BGT. B- <laughs> They're fine with those letters. That's their new motto. Yeah. BGT. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, this, uh, letting the girls, letting a girl in would be a step too far. They do have programs, uh, such as the Sea Scouts, uh, which, uh, are, <laughs> don't co- ask co-ed. what C stands for. <laughs> Damn. That's <clears throat> terrible. Uh, that is, uh, co-ed. Oh my. There's also, um, I think they're called like the jerk. What is it? Not journeyers or trekkers or. Not trekkers. Uh, that's something else. <laughs> that's something else. Entirely. Um, but they do teach you how to live long and Venturing. Prosper. It's called venturing. Okay. Venturing scouts, I think. Huh. Uh, and girls are allowed to participate in that. But the core program, which is the one through which you can earn your Eagle Scout, right. is not open to the girls. Well. And this this young girl is uh, is saying that... Uh, this is a uh, an award that uh, uh, teaches that, that earning it, um, you've gone through the you know programs that that teach leadership, and uh, for a person of her age, it's the it's the best you can get, right? <laughs> and the Girl Scouts are over in the wings, going, um, "Well, we have our Gold Scout right award, and uh, that's that's pretty good too, and I'm sure it is." Um, but also to prove her point, uh, she has uh, uh, gone up to Canada and uh, joined Scouts Canada, mm. and uh, which allows girls in. Okay. Um, because, I mean, she is just, she's hellbent. She is gung-ho on the scouting. She's also started a change.org uh, petition. Um, which has received uh, 2.6 million views, or the video, oh, okay. the video that has had 2.6 million views. Her uh, the 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 petition hasn't earned hasn't gotten that many signatures. It's like a, like 4,000 or something like All that. Right. Uh, because not that many people really care about this. Right. It's, um, it's not an issue that's near and dear to many hearts. 
because there is the Girl Scout. Right. If this was the only scouting program in the country, right, right, uh, I do. Uh, but or I, there was some weird disparity, right? right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But there's not. You know, my sister didn't like the Girl Scouts and was kind of jealous of all the things that I did in the Boy Scouts. So I kind of get that. Right. Like we'd go skiing and then she'd go to Girl Scouts and make a puppet. And she felt like that was not equivalent or whatever. They would do yeah. crafts and we would be, we would adventure in. I mean, they went but, they, they went hiking and stuff, but right. they didn't do seven day backpacking trips. And stuff. I, I mean, I, I guess the, the problem with this gender division in scouting right you have the girl scouts you have the boy scouts is that there's going to be a i for lack of a better way of saying it the girl scouts is going to be maybe girly (laughs) okay right in a lot of ways and your sister was she a a girly girl? She's not. I mean, she was she she wasn't a girly girl. No, she was. A, she, I mean, she's a lesbian now. I don't know that that means anything to really. Right. But she wasn't a girly girl. Was she kind of more of a tomboy. Yeah, I think she had she had this, a tomboy streak in her for okay. sure. So yeah, so the Boy Scout program would would have appealed. More. Would have been yeah, like the the activities are more along. So I mean, I so guess, why why not have take Girl Scout out and take Boy Scout out and have your Adventure Scouts. And craft, craft scouts. <laughs> you can have yeah. Your, well, yeah, you have your sewing scouts. You have your water scouts and mountain scouts. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah, baking scouts. Yeah, hmm. I can think of some boys that would have loved to go to baking craft scouts. See, here's the deal, though. I would have wanted both, right? Because I loved the the hiking and camping. Yeah, you know, an outdoorsy part of the whole thing. But yeah, I would have also super loved. Taking, uh, you know, a decoupage. Right, exactly. <laughs> Class. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't understand the genderizing of it. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think we're getting to the point where that's going to stop being important. I hope so. I, we, we need to, because it's stupid. Genderizing, just as a concept, is weird. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get so weirded out when people are like, well, you know... They act like this, but they're just boys. I'm like, what? Right. It's because you trained them to be like that. Right. You you trained them to be okay with being that way, and you trained your daughters entirely differently. Right. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I, I'll move this along. Hey, speaking of kids yeah, uh, and genders and stuff, we live in the state of Utah. It's true. And in this state, uh, as with many conservative states, uh, sex education is a is a hot topic. It's a oh boy. hot button issue here. Oh boy! Um, they it is uh, it is not a, a place where um, comprehensive sex ed is taught. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, really? Currently, state law requires that teachers stress uh, abstinence. Uh, in 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 it, they don't. It's not an abstinence-only state. Uh, in this state, the teachers of sex ed can talk, say the word condom. Oh, that's nice. But they can't emphasize uh, contraception. They can't explain what it's for. Right. They can. They can. They can acknowledge that the word exists. Right. Yeah. It's something along those lines. <laughs> uh, they can't. Uh, they 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 can't. Uh, 
advocate for uh, the, the here's what's prohibited. One of the things, the advocacy or encouragement of the use of contraceptive methods or devices oh, yeah. or sexual activity outside of marriage. Mm, can't they promote it. Can't promote that. Right. Can they promote sexual activity inside of marriage? Get hot sure. and sexy with your... Once you get married... Yeah. Oh, here's what you're going to want to do. <laughs> yeah, and you're supposed to say it in that sort of that right. tone of voice. Yeah, I think I, think I can you know? get hired as a, as a sex ed teacher. <laughs> oh, God. Because, no, I, I can't because I'm not a coach. Aren't they all oh. coaches? I don't know. It's almost Well, always... that's if it comes a, if it's a part of the health right. class. Yeah, right. Uh, it also, our Utah law also interestingly prohibits uh, the advocacy of homosexuality. Ah, yes, the no promo homo. Correct. <laughs> that is the, that's the provision that's very important. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was a, in a, so in a recent uh, vote in the uh, House Education Committee, they struck down a bill that would have just, here's what it would have given parents the opportunity to do. They could have chosen to opt their kids into a comprehensive sex ed class mm. if they wanted to. Well, we're not going to give them that option here in Utah. But there's mm. been a lovely response to that, which is that mega porn site X Hamster mm. has, has decided that they will help Utah parents. They've produced a series of videos and... Uh, just basically uh, talking about sex and uh, giving comprehensive sex education. Oh. Sort of PG-13 rated videos. Okay. Not not porn. Right. Uh, and so and they've got this thing that comes up. Because Utah is the highest consuming state of pornography in the country. Right. So now I think a thing pops up when you're from Utah, when it detects that you're from Utah, that oh says, hey... God. Would you like to see our sex ed information, informational videos, <laughs> or would you like to go onto the porn? We do both. It's fine. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so yeah, if you uh, if you want to teach your kids about sex ed, uh, I that, watched. A that's the best way to get the word out to you know the Mormon parents. Yeah, they're that, all that they have this program available. Now the Mormon parents just have it. Pop I'm guessing up on the. Uh, I'm guessing the Mormon parents aren't the ones that would use this. But they're definitely the ones that are looking at the exactly. Porn. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is it, it gets the message right to them, and mm -hmm. it's a it's a wonderful snarky uh, yeah it's, little message for them beautiful. to receive. The 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 series of videos called the box, which I don't know if I like that, <laughs> but yeah, I, I is watched that one of them that you have. Pulled I've, up yeah, right I've now? got one of them pulled up. It's just uh, it's just sex ed. They talk about things like the female orgasm. They mm. talk about. Let me pull up. Let me see a few of them. The first time is the is one of the episodes, right? Yeah. Um, episodes one hundred and seven. Grannies watch X Hamster. Wow, they've got old ladies watching porn. Apparently, on oh one of the episodes, uh, the condom challenge, religion versus sex. Oh, I should have watched that one. I didn't see that one. <laughs> anyway, I've watched one or two of them. It's just you know, they. It's sex positive is what it is, mm. which uh, is pretty stark contrast to how the state wants it to mm. be handled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is sex is bad <laughs> until you're married and then it's good. Yeah. Oh, so good. But don't do, but 
certain kinds. Don't do all the things. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sex positivity. Uh, I like it. And I like X hamster for fucking with everybody. Well, if you guys have anything you want to, uh, if you if you have any porn sites that with with useful information that you'd like to make us aware of, or have any comments, better yet, don't do that. But if you have any comments on anything that we've talked about so far, feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. So, Dan. Yes? Uh, the Bakers, Jim and Lori Baker, they oh, become a new favorite for, uh, uh yeah, they're, they're kooky. <laughs> sanity. They're kooky. They, oh. they do love their Trump hotels. <laughs> uh, we, they, they've been talking about the ladies. Oh yeah. And, and specifically the marchers, the, 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 at the women's march. Right. Right. They're, they're talking specifically about the Washington the, the, march. Yeah. The, 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 the crazy turnout. Right. Um, in Washington, D.C., of women who, uh, by and large, who were showing up out of concern over the Trump administration. R- right, but these guys know better. They know what's really going on with these women. And these mercy. women marching. I'm I'll tell so you what. They're, bro- I... they're broken. Oh, they're so beaten. Sad you can I t- Just sitting in the midst of them. I looked My at heart. them. I looked close. I looked at them. I looked them all over. They're hurting. They're broken. Oh, they're beaten down. They're not even healthy. So many oh. of them weren't healthy looking even. Mm. They, they look most like they've been, been through a war. Well, you have to understand that most women like that have been molested. They've been abused. They've been whatever in their life. And, and if you, you just have to go back to typically early childhood and things like that. And they just need the healing of, of, of the Lord, of the Holy Spirit. I, I looked at them. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I stared at them uncomfortably for very long periods of time. Mm, mm, I looked yeah. at every single part, top to bottom, left to right. <laughs> I uh, I focused particular attention on certain parts. Uh-huh. Uh, and they are broken. Broken women. They be- Not the kind of women. Which, we, that, I mean, uh, it really kind of sounded like you would say, like, I looked at them for a long time. And then I asked them out, and they said, no, they're broken. Broken. They, they, they looked at me as though I weren't the handsomest guy in the world. Uh, they're broken. Well, they, also clearly abused women. Well, they're all abused. It's a little known fact. All of them are abused. Uh, yeah. And, the, I mean, what's funny is that she, what an, she said, what, a, what a thing to say as sort of... And a means to discredit. Right? Right? Yeah, like, like, like that, oh, well, then we can discount everything they have to say. If they, were, if they were abused and they're marching for women's rights, then obviously we can just ignore what they have to say. Right, because <laughs> the, the, the statistics are pretty clear about the number of women who are abused right. and maybe were molested as a child. Right. Uh, like... There, there were women in that crowd that had been. Well, and the, because any crowd of women is going to have a woman who has been abused. Let me tell you something. Not the church. 
you go to the church, they're all unabused and totally happy, uh, healthy women. The, the, what's what's amazing to me about this is that is the thought that because they're abused, that somehow invalidates their opinion about how women exactly. should be treated yeah. and about what the laws of the abuser who you need to listen to. Right. The abu- the de- the people who are who are treated the worst right. in our society are the ones we need to be protecting. Right. So when they say, "Hey, help protect us." Right. Our response shouldn't be, "You're broken. Why should I listen to you?" Yeah, what if you dumb broken woman? <laughs> Stupid bitch, why are you talking? You're broken. <laughs> Find me a, a unbroken woman, and maybe I'll listen to her. Maybe. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't want to say anybody is is broken, but uh, but uh, but if you that, think that it, Jesus helps <laughs> when you've been raped or when you've been abused, you might be broken. <laughs> oh God. Something's broke. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, we had some folks write into us, uh, so I'll just read what they had to say. Excellent. And that's that's what how it's this that's how this part of the show goes. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Uh, Katie wrote into us. Katie said, "Hey, Frank and Dan, uh, I'm looking for some advice on how I should have dealt with something that happened to me at work today." Oh, I was talking with a coworker and told her I wasn't feeling well. She immediately said, "Let me pray for you." Oh, I thought she would just say a prayer and that would be that. Instead, she came up behind the chair I was sitting in, laid her hands on my head and shoulders and started actually praying for me to feel better. Oh, my. It shocked me and made me pretty uncomfortable. She didn't even ask if it was okay. I don't I don't I didn't know how to ask her to stop in the in a polite manner. So I just (laughs) let her finish what she had to say. (laughs) I'm not really closeted, but I am shy and have a hard time with confrontation. Yeah. What should I have done, and what should I do if this situation com- comes up again, uh, or to avoid it coming up altogether? Apparently, Katie, you don't get to say that you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to laying on a hand. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. That's, wow. That's intense. <laughs> I, w- I will say this. Uh, you know, this world sometimes calls for confrontation. Yeah. I know that that's hard, and I know that it's spooky and scary. And I get that. I'm fine with that being hard. But here's one thing. Uh, the Part of the good news is confrontation gets easier the more you do it. Right. It's like anything. It's a skill that you have to practice. Right. Um, well, and I think a, the, another skill that would be useful here is that, 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 uh, sh- that, that one where you kind of slip your arms up and slide out of your chair. <laughs> just, if you can work on uh, that skill. Because uh, I, I know that's what my reflex would have been. I'd be like, whoops. whoa, don't touch me. Whoopsie doo. What's going on here? You did it wrong. We're doing it wrong. <laughs> Everything's wrong. I'm, uh, I'm rethinking this whole prayer thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't realize you were going to be touching me. <laughs> Let me pray for you. No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. You go... I'm fine with you going over there. Go somewhere where I'm not there. And then if you want to pray, you go right ahead. And, and no it, what a lovely thought. No Thank problem. you so much for... I mean, I think that's the key. Is to, A, recognize that they think they're being nice. Right. So so good motivation. Let's assume good, good motives here. Yeah, she thought that she was going to rain down a miracle... 
so you so I mean the, in as a means to convert you right where you, to you prove and I, you and your atheism wrong well but you but I mean I I think I think we can say she was just she was in her mind trying to be nice so we so my my advice would just be either practice saying no thank you quickly mm. uh, or you can say something like that's so sweet. And yes, you may feel free to pray for me, but don't. But I don't pray, and that's not something that I would prefer in in my presence. It's, what a lovely thought! Thank you so much. Could you go get me an Advil? <laughs> what a beautiful thought that is. <sighs> Instead, maybe pray on the way to going to the store and to picking and from. picking up some uh, some pseudo some pseudo some Dayquil. Some Dayquil might, might a little might really a little Dayquil, there. a little yeah. something something. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Katie. That's it's a tough one. But yeah. I but I think I mean and I think that you can practice positive confrontation. Mm-hmm. Confrontation doesn't have to be fuck off. Right. Fuck your prayer. Your God is stupid and I hate your shoes. It doesn't have to be that. Right. It can just be you know, but uh, it is a confrontation and it is something that that we all kind of have to do and it's uncomfortable, yeah. especially the first several times you do it. But you are also correct in pointing out that the faithful often have bad shoes. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I mean that's, that's a connection that it's, it's, uh, you could draw a Venn diagram. It's not a guarantee, that. but you, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie, we don't, we're not very helpful, but that, that's, that's what I got. I, I think you have to confront because Just, they're, they're doing something wrong in this scenario. They don't know they are. But right. they are right. So, so I mean, I think I think especially in Trump's America, we have to we have to be willing to say, it's nope. not it's not okay. Nope. No, thank you. Yeah. Keep your hands off of me. Right. No touchy. No pray. Right. Uh, we got another email from the recovering gringo. Oh, okay. Uh, who says, not sure if you can, not sure if you care to see Mormons in sci-fi. I've read a lot of sci-fi, and this is the only time I recall Mormons coming up, even in all of Orson Scott Card's stuff. The Expanse by James S. A. Corey. Uh, I'm through all the books, mm-hmm. but there's now, but but, uh, but there's now also sci-fi TV series as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is very well done. He says mm-hmm. uh, on the Sci-Fi Channel season two. Anyway, uh, <laughs> apparently he says the, the he I, I guess Gringo, yeah. Uh, he says uh, they get what's coming to them, the Mormons. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's a kind of zombie thing, which I was initially against. I don't think zombies belong in sci-fi. Where do they belong then? <laughs> uh, Real life, but duh. it works in this case. Here's yeah. He, so here's the only reason. The reason that I wanted to bring this up is because Mormonism appears in sci-fi in sneaky ways. Well, uh, my f- my favorite that immediately jumps to mind of is course. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Uh, you know, how, are you are you familiar with the movie? Can you recall sort of how it has like these it's little so long. like news? This federal news service. No, I don't. Uh, like uh, newsreel. Uh-huh. It's, it's it's all actually uh, made in the fashion of a World War Two. Okay. Okay. Um, but set in some weird future whatever sure uh one of the newsreel little clips is about um a mormon colony 
that has been destroyed by the bugs, <laughs> right? And so you just have this scene that, with this weird temple in the background that's a hybrid of like the Oakland Temple uh, and a couple others. Okay. Okay. And then just this scene of just carnage, <laughs> just dead Mormons everywhere. <laughs> Not, oh. the, the movie gets a bad rap in a lot of ways it, it didn't they didn't really land the concept that they were going for very well uh-huh. uh but that's one oh occurrence of mormons in sci-fi do you have one dan well i was gonna mention battlestar galactica oh which but that's all it doesn't that's have not mormons like, but right. it's sort of loosely based on mormon like theology and cosmology yeah yeah it's this weird thing the original battlestar galactica um uh show right back in the 70s right and maybe early 80s maybe it was somewhere in the 70s 70s, 80s time that that show was it was created by a mormon and he like wove in all of this like sure winks all these winks and nods right but like with the expanse i mean there's actually like mormon missionaries Okay. And and whatnot in that yeah. one. And so um I don't I wanna know like, why why what's coming to them is the phrase that Mr. Gringo used. I haven't watched season two, so I don't know. Oh, have you but been watching? I watched season one. Okay. Um it's uh I enjoyed it. Okay. Um I didn't read the books. Oh well but, there you yeah. go. Um yeah, sci fi occurrences of Mormons, it's it's, and and well and one. as the gringo mentions uh Orson Scott Card who is sort of one of the greats of the sci-fi genre right was a mormon right is a mormon right now he's like crazy conservative yeah do bad guy but yeah surely some of his stuff like he snuck in some some uh, wink, some winks and nods yeah somehow. i can't remember because i read the whole enders series uh, series um, I know there was something weird in the, God, I can't remember the names of the books. Um, but the one with the Pequinos or whatever. Mm. Um, I wouldn't know. I went to the same elementary school as Donald <laughs> Trump, so I don't know how to read. <laughs> so I've never read any of them. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a sad uh, malady that, w- that we share, Donald. Oh, I? poor you. Anyway, there you go. Hey, is uh, that what we got? Do we have some people to thank? We have a couple people to thank. Yeah, um, yeah. We have a uh, couple members of the new members of the faithful. Oh, good. Uh, we have uh, Ray. Okay. Um, and we also have Bill and uh, Larry. Well, there you go. Uh, the the three most faithfulest of this week, and of course, James is still our savior. Hooray. Uh, if you would like to join them, and by the way, because we haven't mentioned it in a few weeks, I want to say, Savior status is reserved for our highest, best, uh, and handsomest contributor. <laughs> so uh, so anyone can become Savior of the entire podcast. Yes. Just by uh, beating James. Right. Or, um, you know, we, we say faithful. We have a faithful new new uh, listener, yeah, and that means uh, they're they're uh, giving at the one dollar 
level per episode. And this is actually, this is, of course, the most popular level to get yeah. at. And it's, and, and it's amazing when yeah. people are willing to, yeah, uh, that, that is not a, a place of, of low esteem, no. but rather one of high, high esteem for us. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yes, you can be a member of our faithful. You can be venerated. If you want to go a little bit fancier, which is the two dollar level, yeah. Uh, what 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 are the other ones? Uh, Beatified is the three dollar level. Yeah. Saints come in at five dollars. Popes at seven. Yeah. And uh, the and then, savior is just whomever is uh, whoever is the the highest up. Right. And uh, and and that just that that just goes to uh, to help out. So if if you would like to join the ranks of the of the holy. Of our listeners, mm-hmm. you may do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the Patreon button there, and then uh, go and make a per episode donation. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and Frank and Dan. Dan, we're we're going blue. Tis time. We're going blue. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna tell dirty jokes from here on in. <laughs> and by no, by going blue, I mean we're gonna talk about blue laws, mm. the laws of our of of this and then many nations that are considered blue laws. Yeah, which is it's so funny. There is a category for this. Right. Um, <laughs> a blue law. Uh, as, well, as it's defined in Wikipedia, I'll just let them tell me. They are, quote, laws des- designed to enforce religious standards. And strangely, oh. uh, that's a thing here <laughs> in these United States and and elsewhere. Yeah. Also known as Sunday laws. Right. They are, they are designed to restrict or ban some or all activities on holy days as well. All as- activities. No. You may not be. Act- well, I mean, parts of Israel, I'm sure that. I mean, not Sundays, but I'm sure that, like, Sabbath laws do oh, restrict yeah. all but all. Work. Like, almost all activity. Work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Bad. Uh, Bad. Work in, is terrible. The United States is not supposed to have a, an established religion, uh, nor is it supposed to prevent the free exercise thereof. No, but we're good at, like, getting around things. We are really good at that. <laughs> uh what may what brought this up in my mind uh, this week was that in North Dakota, mm. which is the northest of all the Dakotas, mm. I tend to think. I love Central Dakota, though. <laughs> One does enjoy. I like a good East Dakota myself. <laughs> uh, in North Dakota, they they recently uh, the the North Dakota House voted, uh, according to the Bismarck Tribune, by the thinnest of margins. Uh, to allow retailers to open on Sunday mornings. I beg your pardon. They had a blue law in North Dakota that said that nobody could open their store before noon on Sunday. So people could go to church. So so people everybody. Had, so that nobody had anything to do but go to church. No excuses. No excuses. Go to church on Sundays, you Jewish motherfuckers. Everybody <laughs> goes to work to church on Sundays. That's it. And if you don't, well, you're not going out to the store. Right. That, we can sure as hell. Wow. So they finally voted to, uh, to defeat that. Not before some, uh, some legislators in North Dakota said some 
pretty crazy stuff, uh, <laughs> including one guy who got up and said that uh, his wife spent all of his money just fine six and a half days of the week. And oh boy. his wallet could sure use that half day of reprieve. Wow. Uh, and then the other... Sounds like he needs to get her in line. Right? Just fucking put the hammer down. <laughs> if if she's spending... He should not be relying on the state to, to just, intervene in his home life. Yeah, that's a man who this just is... doesn't have his woman in, in order. <laughs> you just gotta... You just gotta... Put your foot down. Uh, one man who apparently does have his uh, his woman in order was uh-huh. another state senator who claimed... It's funny. I could pull up their names. I am making no effort to pull up their names because who the fuck cares who right. they are. Right. Uh, anyway, the other guy said uh, that his, his wife... That Sunday mornings are for your woman bringing you breakfast in bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's 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 me time, and not her time. No, her, she needs to get up. That's a good time for her to celebrate me time. Yeah, is what that is. Make some breakfast. <laughs> so apparently, not only are these laws to uh, these laws are not about church; they're about being s- misogynists. Well, that's how they were trying to make it not be about church, right? Yeah, they, because everybody knows that this is a religious law, right? And therefore. I shouldn't stand. Right, exactly. But right? so instead, they 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 fell back to sexism. Right. <laughs> this isn't about religion, you guys. It's, Come on, it's about making sure that your women feel like they're less than. Yeah. Why can't we just have one half day a week where women feel are made to sort of, uh, you know, in in an institutional way, made to feel less than? Why yeah. can't we do that? So take that, liberals. Yeah. Suck on it. Um, this is not the only kind of blue law out there. That's oh. It's cute. It's yeah. cute to shut all of the stores for half a day. But that's a common theme. It these, is a common is to theme. try to shut down at least certain kinds of commerce. Yeah. Strangely, across the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, vehicle sales. Become a big weird thing yeah. that you can't do on Sundays. I know. Colorado, you can't s- sell a vehicle in, on a Sunday. Wisconsin, I think, car dealerships have to be closed. Like the, all, list, the list was actually, the one I saw was extensive. It was probably at least 20 states. Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pervasive. And then Utah apparently comes in with a very clever <laughs> way of not banning Sunday sales of cars. Oh, you, just, you can sell cars on Sunday. You can sell, but if you sell them on Sunday, then you have to be closed Saturday. Yeah, you have to close on a weekend day. Right. You just have to pick one. Just pick one. So guess which one everybody picks. Right. Because they're not going to close on Saturday. No. It's so That's a car so buying day. stupid. Um, alcohol is also a, a, a subject. Well, of course. Of many... Of course, of Sunday laws. The 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 evil that is uh, yeah. alcohol, and we have to say, mo- a, a lot of blue laws are not statewide. They are municipal. Uh, municipal. So, like for instance, in Utah County, which is where Provo and and Orem, Orem, and a bunch of other horrible places are, Lehigh, here in Utah, you can't sell alcohol on Sundays. In the rest of the country or the state, you can sell alcohol on Sundays. But here's the trick. You can get a beer. Yeah. You can't buy a well, bottle of liquor. But you are talking about retail outlets. Right. Not not on-site 
consumption. Right. Okay. So, right. right. It, a bar can be open on a Sunday. Right. A uh, brew pub can be open on a Sunday. Restaurants. Any restaurant. Restaurants can sell you can, a glass of wine. No big or, deal. Yeah. Or a gin and tonic. Fine. Right. Spirits. It's all there. But if you want to buy a bottle of spirits. And take it home. There's no law that says a retailer can't sell a bottle of spirits on a Sunday. However, the only retailers that can sell a bottle of spirits belong to the state. Yeah. And they don't, and they have chosen to close on Sundays. Right. There are some hotels that have a limited license for retailing. Bottles. Oh? Uh-huh. Why didn't I know this? There have been times when that would have been useful information. Yeah. You, uh, and there it's, are, it's actually quite common in for some, for the nicer hotels to have a, I mean, the charge license through the nose, but you and know, sometimes you need, they'll that. bring it up to your room. Right. Uh, do you have to have a room or can you just go to the front desk and be like, dude, I need to buy some liquor. I'm pretty sure one of the resorts that I'm thinking of, it's just a little store. Huh? Well, yeah, <laughs> we might have found the loophole, Dan. It is a loophole. We, <laughs> we needed to know about this. More, more research will will ensue. <laughs> anyway, moving on. You know, it's so places like Illinois, mm-hmm. no car sales, uh, retail alcohol sales in stores prohibited after eleven a.m. Oh, no, until after what? Are prohibited until after eleven a.m. Ah, so you can't do it. In the morning. That's confusing. You got to get drunk after church. <laughs> and ho- no horse racing. No horse racing? No horse racing on Sundays. In, well, that's that, that, no. Unless authorized by the local municipality. So apparently you can, the local municipality can be like, yeah, we'll allow that because it's all of our income. Right. <laughs> that's, that's really weird. funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, it's... All over the world, blue laws uh, kick in. Canada had the Lord's Day Act in 1906. Uh, that had that used to prohibit bu- uh, businesses, uh, business transactions from taking place on Sundays. Right. It was declared unconstitutional in 85. So from 06 to 85, that was that was a thing. Right. Uh, here's one that I hadn't thought of: uh, Cook Islands, Tonga, various uh, ver- various. Uh, Pacific Islands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, of course, when when they were quote discovered, rather when they were white peopled, <laughs> when the white folks found them, when the European people found them, uh, they, you know they did they they didn't have a written language, did they or did they? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Here's what I do know: they didn't have white folk laws. Oh, they didn't have white folk kind of government, right? So when so when that was foisted upon them, insisted upon, mm. so that those savages could be civilized, must civilize. Guess what? White folks were around to help them write those laws. Oh dear God, missionaries! Oh. So you get a whole lot of uh, like can't do nothing on Sunday laws all throughout the uh, the, the the Polynesia, apparently. So, okay. So there's a lot of laws, a lot of silly laws all around the place. Yeah. All around the world in surprising places. In yeah. Fact. Um, it, yeah. What, what, it, why can't 
we easily argue against these for being exactly what they are, which is religiously based laws. Well, these things have gone to the Supreme Court a number of times. So people have, 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 have sued over uh, this. Yeah. They've sued the state. And they've gotten around it. The Supreme Court has, on a number of occasions, said that it's not that that it's a thing that 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 they can do uh in the on U- what grounds uh let's see so th- they've been held as constitutional citing secular basis even though the origin uh the origin of the laws was for religious purposes oh my. so technically so things so basically they're it's what what the states are claiming or what the you know what the governments are claiming is that these blue laws they make it, uh, they, they're just prohibiting, they're just taking a day and giving everybody a rest. Giving everybody a break from, uh, from drinking or from horse racing or whatever. That's bullshit. Of course it's bullshit. It's just, it's nutty. Uh, yeah. I think that this, this is, yeah. I mean, they're clearly just hearkening back to... A more simple time. Right. Right. I mean, I can... Uh, a more you know, stupid I, time. A lot of my childhood... My early childhood memories are uh, from a place called Manteca, California. Sure. Right. And I... It's a, well, at least at the time, was a small community in the Central Valley. Yeah. And I remember nothing was open on Sunday. Right. You know? And I'm sure it was the same here in, in Salt Lake. For the longest time. It yeah. was like, Well, I mean, in my lifetime... You can remember when businesses were closed, right? A lot we of still them. have a downtown mall that doesn't open on Sunday. Yeah. The biggest mall, probably like the most important mall in the state. Yeah. Uh, I would guess. But eh, maybe, maybe, maybe not by total sales. No. But as far as like importance. Yeah. Like it's as far as being a fancy, as, and, fancy and, mall. And being on expensive real estate and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, the, even the Apple store, which didn't want to close on Sunday is forced to close. They close. <laughs> but that's not because of law. That's because that's of, because the it, owner of the, uh, establishment, the, the mall what, itself, which is the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or one of their subsidiaries. Right. They insist upon it and right. they can do that. And nobody has a problem with that. Like legally. Right. It's just when the law says, this is when everybody has to obey my church's rules, right. that it becomes a problem. But it's so it's just although here's what's interesting to me: the most effective uh, time, the times when people have most effectively fought blue laws in mm-hmm. courts, yeah, they have been on opposing religious grounds. So, like when, so uh, what do you mean by that? Meaning, it was a religious group who just practices their religion on a different day or they practice their thing. Uh, they do it They do it differently, and so they want the right to be able to sell their thing on Sunday because that's how they do with their... That's their religion. That's part so, of... How, so a Jewish business owner or a Muslim business owner. Right, or or another Christian business owner, but like one of the Seventh things we... Seventh-day Adventists. Right, exactly. Yeah. So when, when they start uh, raising the things, uh. then... The courts are like, oh yeah, that's probably not very good. We're we're infringing on their right to practice a a their religion, 
when we do this. But if you're just part of... If you're just a secular person who wants to shop on a Sunday like a human, fuck you. Well, you'd probably... That's that's definitely a hard claim. But if you were a secular person who's wanting to open on Sunday... Yeah. If you're a businessman or woman who wants to take the opportunity, you're not going to church. You know, there's others who aren't going to church. Why not be able to have... People come in and buy a new T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, here's the thing. Even though challenges in courts haven't always worked, most blue laws like this, like the one in North Dakota are being repealed. The legislature like it eventually gets around to it because because a there is money involved. Like businesses are losing money on this. Yeah. And that tends to open the eyes of legislatures pretty quickly. Right. Uh, there's an interesting article uh, it, that happened in Henrietta, Oklahoma. Do you know Henrietta? Uh, yeah, I do know Henrietta, actually. It's your neck of the woods, your yep. former neck of the woods. Um, a dance, a, a school dance was had to be canceled, had to be shut down, a Valentine's dance. Why? Because they have a law in that area. No dancing within 500 feet of a church, says the ordinance. Oh. <laughs> No dancing at all? No dancing. The or, it is not it is illegal to dance within 500 feet of the church and since uh the, there's a church 300 feet away from the venue where they were going to have this dance. Yeah, that sounds about right. They couldn't do it. Which well, is my weird. senior year was the first year we ever had a prom at my high school. What? Yeah, every year before that it was the senior banquet. What? Or the the because <laughs> Because because dancing's evil. Dancing's evil. Because Footloose so, is real. Yeah, because the school <laughs> the school was you know run by Baptists, and so oh my god, there was there was no dancing. That is crazy. they don't dance. They hate the dancing. Well, and so, but there were finally the the town had diversified enough that uh, so what we did is we had the banquet first. And then there was a dance floor. And so all the <laughs> all the kids who couldn't stay because their parents wouldn't let them stay at a dance <laughs> had to leave. And then the rest of us oh. stayed and had a good old time. Oh, my God. And then we rented out. And then, the, uh, and then they had sex parlors. And the kids who weren't allowed to do that had to leave. But the rest of them could stay. No. Then oh. after we, we rented out the uh, First Baptist Church in Muskogee, which had a big... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like recreation hall, right? So oh, they had like bowling yeah. alleys and yeah. and uh, they had uh, oh. roller skating. Oh, oh, and uh, it, was, it was fancy. That kind of church. That kind of church. An, an amenities a, church. An, an amusement park church. Yes. And so we rent. We all threw in some money, and a couple of the old ladies from the church came down to chaperone, of course, and watch the facilities as well i would do that and no matter what was, the facilities were yeah they yeah. thought it was the best thing ever that these kids instead of going out and having sex were uh coming to church we're coming to church and so oh that's what God. we did me, me and my friends i would have gone out of my way to have sex in the church that's not true i, would, I was very <laughs> respectful then now i would now as a 40 plus year old man yeah i would go out of my i would go in for the bowling mm. but stay for the sex yeah there you go, Dan. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, so that 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 story rings rings true for me. Oh my that god. That part of the world is weird about dancing. 
Yeah, well, that's what you get when you got a country founded that that was sort of founded by a bunch of people who were trying to trying who were leaving England because it was too it was not repressive enough with its religion. <laughs> then, when when that's who founds your country, uh, this <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> Here in these United States. Uh, yeah, no. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, boy, those, yeah. those damn fucking Puritans. Well, they really fucked us over. Dan. They sure as hell did. We've been fighting it ever since. Fortunately, uh, the nature of human beings goes against that. Yeah, that's true. And so the, the, uh, the arc of justice is long, but it bends towards sexy. <laughs> to paraphrase Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> Dr. King <laughs> did like that his is, sexy. Yeah, that's a good paraphrase. Anywho, uh, hey kids, if you guys have anything you'd like to chime in, if you've if you've bumped up against some blue laws in your in your neck of the woods, or bumped up against anything else, write to us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The yeah. telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, or, so go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in, and it's uh, awesome. It's awesome. The only requirement is that you be uh, cool. And I mean that. You have to be cool. You can't be a dick there. Right. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Members Only Lounge, hey, thanks to uh, Sarah, Amy, and Danny for all their help on moderating that place. And thanks to Mackenzie for her help uh, posting uh, on Facebook. On our Facebook page. Thanks yep. to uh, the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnson for the use of their fine, fine music. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. We sure do like it when you do. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.